0: You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So ladies
1: and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today I'm here with Elijah Ocean. I'm really excited for this. He's got a new album out. Could you tell me a little bit about the new album?
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, I just released it on the 13th of August of this year. And, um, it's an album that I worked on for a really long time. I, the oldest song dates back to 2014.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Uh, and, um, uh, I started recording it in 2018. Um, but yeah, it took a really long time to make and get right. And, um, I spent a lot of time just making sure all the details were the way I wanted them, and um yeah i feel like it's uh the most work i've put into anything and i'm very proud of it it's like straight up country record
1: yeah it sounds great i really love it thanks man how did you get started in music how did that happen
0: well um we always listened to a lot of music growing up you know classic rock and country music and mm-hmm. folk music and Um, We were always, like, having fun, just kind of, like, making up songs and stuff, and um, and when I was 13, I got super into Bob Dylan, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and so I wanted to write songs in that vein, Um, so I asked my parents for an acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. for Christmas, and they got me one, and then basically just started writing songs and making them up as I went along, and started getting into bands in high school, and then I studied music in college and I've just been doing it since then basically I just it was something that I knew right away that I wanted to do you know
1: Mm -hmm.
0: for the rest of my life it was just felt felt right you know you know the feeling
1: yeah that's awesome (laughs) so again I've been listening to the album it's really really good what do you feel like what in your opinion makes the album really stand out
0: well That's a good question. There's a lot of music out there these days, you know. Um, I mean, my focus for the record number one is the songwriting.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I wanted to make each song special and like each each word and each melody counts for me. That was the number one thing. And um, and then, yeah, it's just I think I have a unique style the way I was able to, like, kind of borrow some stuff from lot of like 80s and 90s country and mix it with some more modern sounds um I don't think I think like I don't know I, I always hear like oh the 90s are back or the 80s are back or you whatever you know but like I don't know I don't think anybody's really made a record that sounds like this recently that I know yeah. of yeah I spent a lot of time dialing in those details of of like Mixing like some uh, like 80s drum samples in there. You can't even really tell that much, but like we were using like lindrum kicks and a lot of like cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I had my drummer record all the songs um, with a real drum kit, you know, in a room Mm
1: -hmm. with
0: us. And then, yeah, I got all these samples uh, from uh, like mostly just Lindrums. Yeah. And every single kick drum on the record is doubled with a with a lindrum kick hmm. it's like this really high punchy kind of like 80s dry kick sound
1: yeah now now that you say that I I really can hear that yeah
0: yeah um I just I it's the same sound that I feel like I hear on like uh there's this George Strait record from 84 called um does Fort Worth ever cross your mind and oh yeah it's the it's I swear that's the same sound like I when I hear it in my van, I listen to that and the kick drum just sounds like
1: mm-hmm.
0: that. So that's basically what I was aiming for.
1: Yeah, well, I think you really nailed it.
0: <laughs> Thanks, man.
1: And, Appreciate uh, it. So you said you started uh, writing the album, uh, the, the oldest song of the albums from 2014. How is this album kind of developed and uh, developed over time?
0: Yeah, well, I think the yeah I wrote that first song, "The Writing on the Wall," in Austin, in 2014, and I was writing I was writing songs in different styles at that point, kind of like yeah. more a little more folky Mar- Americana kind of things, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, that one just felt different yeah. to me at the time, and it was like the beginning of me heading in this direction, right? And so, like as the years went on, I continued to write songs in that vein and I was, would just sit them aside to kind of, you know, like save them. Yeah. I felt like I was like building up something, you know, or like um, I was at the same time, I was playing a lot of dance halls in California that where you play like Alan Jackson and George Strait and mm-hmm. Brooks and Dunn and all these like eighties and nineties covers for people line dancing and stuff. And uh, that really started to, inf- like, I really, I really started to like that stuff a lot. And um that definitely influenced my songwriting and and whatnot. So it was like over the years, it kind of just slowly built up, and built up and then
1: yeah.
0: started tracking it in 2018. And I didn't I I'm just living on a musician's salary and I just would go into the studio with my band like whenever I had enough money to like book a day. We would go in a day at a time, you know for a couple days at a time here and there and just pick away at the basic tracks. And Mm -hmm. so that's really why it took so long. But then like I ended up taking all the tracks back to my house right before the pandemic hit and doing a lot of work from home that year, like really dialing in some of the guitar stuff. And I did all the vocals at home um by myself I had tried doing some of the vocals in the studio and I just felt like I wasn't getting what I wanted for some reason I couldn't like yeah I felt like I just like couldn't capture the thing I wanted
1: yeah you couldn't capture that that moment that you saw in your head
0: I don't know why like I think it had to do with like I just never could get in the mood or something (laughs) yeah um
1: I understand that
0: yeah and it's like i'm thinking about the clock and the money i'm spending and like what the engineer is thinking and and i just felt like i couldn't perform properly and so i tried that i tried that a few times doing the vocals there and then i was just like you know i i think i'm just gonna buy a nice mic and an interface and do it by myself on my own time when i feel like it and it it worked
1: that's awesome yeah it really sounds the record sounds exotic but homey at the same time it's really cool contrast
0: right on yeah i think that must be why because like yeah it started as a live band record but it became this sort of like um yeah almost like home studio project yeah which ended up being professionally mixed so it's like yeah kind of like a mix of worlds
1: Uh uh-huh did you do all that during the pandemic
0: a lot of it yeah i was I spent a lot of the pandemic working on this record, um, at yeah, the end, the finishing touches and the vocals and, and whatnot. And, um, I think it was this time last year that I got it mastered actually. So, um, the mixing process was happening in like July of last year. Um, yeah, I think I did the vocals in the spring and, everything. And I had people fly in some tracks too. Some of my friends uh-huh. doing the, the steel and, and fiddle and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Flew in some of that stuff. Yeah.
1: That's really cool. And is that one of the things that really helped you cope with the whole pandemic? I think I so. It, it's definitely different for a, a lot of people. Like a lot of people just wrote, they just would write. Um, I think I wrote like 20 songs during the 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 pandemic but uh yeah was that kind of your uh your escape
0: I guess so because I couldn't gig um I wasn't really into doing like the live streaming thing mm-hmm. yeah I would like just get into like weird projects I like would buy new pickup covers from ISG and like spend time like dirtying them up and you know scuffing them up with different yeah. acids and stuff like just <laughs> was trying to like do some something productive but yeah, yeah i got super into like the rec- like the home recording thing and mixing yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. that's how i spent most of the time basically
1: that's really cool and uh, you you touched on this subject a little bit earlier uh but I just wanna know if we could expand on a little more cause it's always something that I find interesting is uh, what music did you grow up listening to? And what music did you eventually find on yourself and really connect with?
0: Uh huh. Um, we listened to, we had a big record collection at home. So I remember Willie Nelson mm-hmm. um, and uh, the Beatles and Allman Brothers Band, uh-huh. Grateful Dead. A lot of tom petty and um and uh bruce springsteen stuff like that
1: yeah
0: uh, uh. neil young um yeah like that was mostly what we were listening to day to day i remember that stuff um and then yeah like i i've like Got gone through phases with all kinds of music. I was in like hard rock bands and stuff, and um, you know, I studied like jazz and classical music in college. Um, I didn't really seriously start getting into country until like I don't know, maybe ten years ago or so. Like, I just it's basically all I listen to now for some reason. Like as I got older.
1: Yeah, you know, it's
0: kind of just rediscovering a lot of that stuff. And like uh-huh. diving, in, diving all the way in. Mm-hmm. And it's a deep well.
1: It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I really started listening to uh, a lot of songwriters like Kevin Welch and Lucinda Williams. Because uh, that's what my mom listened to a lot. And, mm-hmm. and then my dad would listen to, you know, like 90s grunge and rock. Nice. And so I got really into country for a little bit. And then uh, I kinda, I guess I found a mix of both and, uh, really fell down the rabbit hole of the blues for a
0: yeah. while. Yeah, man, there's so much there. <clears throat> it's great. I I listened to a lot of that stuff growing up too. I mean, mm-hmm. my dad took me to a BB King concert when I was in like seventh grade or something, oh, you wow. know, um, yeah. Yeah, we listened to a lot of that stuff. I got super into blues guitar, I, you know, when I was a teenager too. That led me into like jazz.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about music is you can never get bored. There's always it's all connected. Yeah, there's always something else to to find. It's It's an endless journey.
0: It really is, man. You nailed it. It really is.
1: What have you been listening to more recently?
0: What have I been listening to? Um, A good friend of mine, Brennan Lee is in Nashville. And uh, yeah, she's great. uh, That was the last, her Prairie Love Letter record was the last one I'd listened to. Um, That was great. It's an awesome record. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the new uh, Mike and the Moon Pies album that just came out. Yeah. Good one. Mm Um. There's a songwriter Parker McCollum just put out a new record, and I, it was my first time hearing him, and I, uh, for some reason, I didn't expect to like it, but I, I was pleasantly surprised there. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about like new stuff right now that's coming out, because like I oh, mostly, yeah. I mostly listen to older, older country music, um, you know, but uh, I feel like there's some other stuff that recently that I've been checking out that's great,
1: but now this is a question that. When people ask me, it kind of stumps me, and uh, I usually have to give off, like, five or six. I'd like to cast this dilemma onto someone else. Okay. Uh, What's your favorite song? Of all time? Of all time, and I usually pick a couple, so feel free to do the same.
0: Well, I don't know. That's a really tough one. There's no obvious answer, really. Um, I know. The best song my favorite song um it's always changing see that's the thing i uh i woke up early this morning at about okay here's the song that i've been getting into recently is from 1980 and it's a song called uh 14 carat mind by gene watson Hmm. that's my most favorite song of this week yeah (laughs) This just tells a story it's just a great melody great progression oh. it's got a lot of energy and it tells a great story um
1: i don't know that one
0: check it out 14 I karat um but yeah back to my story um this morning i got up early because my nieces are running around loud and i'm on the pullout couch and they're just rambunctious in the morning and so um they came in and they were like oh can we play your guitar and like there's six and four and it was like yeah seven this morning and um, I didn't hadn't gotten a lot of sleep but I ended up singing them a handful of songs this morning with my morning voice I did uh, you are my sunshine which my mom used to sing to me growing up and my mom came down and we harmonized on it which was fun
1: that is really cool
0: it's a good song um, then I did uh, I still miss someone by Johnny Cash also it's a good tune.
1: Yeah, I love that song.
0: Um And then uh, I sang uh, on the road again by Willie Nelson as a request.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and um yeah, I did a few more. You know, if there's Oh, yeah, I did ripple by the Grateful Dead. It's one that I grew up listening to. Yeah. Great one.
1: Are those some of your just favorite songs or just ones that you enjoy?
0: Those are great songs. They're all great. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many, man. There's like you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands, and it's tough.
1: Yeah, and it's hard to tell what guide what guidelines to go by when you're trying to figure out your favorite song. Or I'm not sure that anyone could ever figure out the best song. But uh, as far as favorites, for me, it'd probably have to be Towns Van Zandt or Leonard Cohen. One of the two. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, actually, um, I did a Towns song this morning too. It was uh, If I Needed You.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful song.
0: It really is. Yeah, that's one of my mom's favorites.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I love Towns' stuff, uh, like Fairly Well Miss Carousel uh, mm-hmm. and Quicksilver day Jesus and Maria that just kind of show majestic his. Uh, majestic yet, uh, very tortured his mind was.
0: Yeah, he really painted a
1: picture. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, Leonard Cohen, I'm, I'm just not even sure how to describe Leonard Cohen at all. I'm not sure there is a way to describe Leonard Cohen.
0: Yeah, you gotta listen to it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, some unreal stuff.
1: Yeah, and, uh, I've I've got a few more questions that uh, I like to ask and this is one that I always find uh, pretty interesting to hear people's answers. Uh, What is one of the coolest one of the coolest people that you've had the that you've gotten to play with?
0: Hmm. Um, I'd probably say this guy right here in my hat. Zephaniah Ohora. I don't know if you've checked out his stuff. I haven't, um,
1: that is a, uh, that's a long name. <laughs> wow.
0: It's Solid name.
1: It's, yeah.
0: Um, he's a good friend of mine and uh, I backed him up on bass uh-huh. quite a bit on the road. And um, he's probably one of the coolest guys I've, I've ever played with. He's just a sweetheart and a funny guy and uh, yeah. loves Merle Haggard and has a great voice and great style.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that. I'll definitely have to check him out for sure.
0: Check him out. He's got two albums out right now and they're both great. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, I know what I'll be doing this afternoon.
0: There you go. Great way to spend the day.
1: Yeah. So this kind of expands more on that question. Uh, What is one of the what is one of your dream Shows or experiences. Ones like someone that you'd like to play with or a a venue that you'd like to play or something like that.
0: Sure. Um, Well, I've been hearing a lot about Red Rocks recently. That's come into my conversations quite a bit and. uh, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I've never actually been to Red Rocks. You know, I've seen like videos of that place, but it just looks like a sweet venue.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'd um, be that'd be crazy.
0: I'd love to play there.
1: Oh, uh-huh.
0: that'd be great. I'd love to play the Ryman Auditorium.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some uh, top tier places. That uh, yeah,
0: yeah, those Let's would be
1: that would be pretty cool.
0: That'd be awesome. Yeah, beautiful venues.
1: Yeah. And so I've got uh. About one more question for you. Okay. uh, This is also a pretty interesting question to hear uh, what people say, because there are a varying, there, just endless. There's an endless number of things that you learn through music and songwriting. But what is one of the most valuable things you've learned through writing songs, playing shows, making albums, etc.?
0: Well, music business is not easy. You know, it's like all the social media and like you're oversaturated and it's just really a, a hard to like stand out and like, you know, you don't want to come across as like being too eager, but you want to put yourself out there. So there's a balance with all, with everything, you know, with that, yeah. But because you can't just stay in your shell all the time. But uh-huh. yeah, I mean, I've always pretty much been able to do this, but it's all it's ultimately it's all about the music, you know,
1: uh-huh. just,
0: just make good music that's that's what I've learned you Uh know spend as much time as you need to on your craft and like yeah just make music that you like and that's awesome and at the end of the day if that's all you've accomplished then you're then you won you know it's like you're a success yeah you made it Yeah, I like to say I made it I'm just making it better now
1: (laughs) I like that (laughs) yeah that's definitely a good philosophy I feel like trying to uh chase success and music is like it's 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 an uphill battle just once you get to the top you're a psychopath
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like walter white from breaking bad you know um Mm -hmm. it's just that transformation like that's what it'll do to you uh maybe uh so yeah i'd say just make good music and that's that's hard enough, you know. Don't yes. chase success, just chase chase a sound, chase a chase a song.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chase that's, a vibe. Those are some of my favorite people that just they just play because they want to play. They play what they want to play. Yeah. And they have fun and they don't you know.
0: Yeah. Just make sure you're like happy with yourself and like
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the end of the day. Your success will happen naturally. Just you don't have to worry about it.
1: I feel like that is a, a great way this, to end this episode. And uh, thank you so much for uh, doing this. I had a lot of fun and I hope you did.
0: I really did, Jack. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is Elijah Ocean. Uh, I'm Jack Barksdale. You're listening to Jack Barksdale's YouTube Bible. And I'll see you next time.